Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, it's Friday. We are rolling downhill towards the weekend. Weather's finally straightening back up. We're headed back into our third or fourth fall spring here in Oklahoma. There's no telling what we'll see the rest of this month. It's March 1st, by the way. We're into a whole new month. Can you believe that? We're already rolling along through this year way faster than what it seems possible. But we're uh, we're headed to spring, and then we'll be into summer probably a week after spring and then it'll be the the murderous part of summer before we're you know we'll be whining about the heat here pretty soon before we start whining about the cold again so i mentioned earlier this year that as we were whining about the cold that i would be happy to be whining about the heat soon and i will be so (laughs) i want to share a message with you I, i i'm really i guess my mind is kind of um in a battle right now um just going through some things you know we've done the back surgery we've we've i've been off basically i've been off work since uh, october um and haven't done real well throughout the year trying to uh, position myself for this back surgery just really struggling physically and i haven't recovered and i don't know how fast you're supposed to recover from a back surgery like the one i had Uh, they told me it could be up to a year so maybe you know pushing four months is Maybe I'm being just a little bit anxious about things and, and wanting it to happen a little quicker. I'm not a real patient person, and I'm not a good patient when it comes to the medical side either. But, I have I mean, we've, we've thankfully, God had us in a position where um, we've been sustained through this time. And and I say that you know, financially. Um, we had a decent year two years ago that allowed us to put some things back didn't want to get into it, but we've had to. So, but here we are in March now. I haven't worked since October and nothing substantial anyway. I've done a couple of small jobs and uh, thankful for those, but um, nothing substantial. So we're, we're, we're burning through the provision that God had let us lay back. Uh, that was hard. It's, it's still hard on me because I didn't want to use it. And, and now we're having to. And so in the process of all this, I guess I said all that to say this, my mind has really been on seeking the Lord about provision and about sustenance and about, you know, him taking care of us according to his promises. And he's done so. God has blessed us greatly over the time. Uh, We've seen occasionally those proverbial checks in the mail, the, the, the other thing you hear you talk about. We've seen God do it, and, and, and there's been other times when God has opened up the coffers of heaven and he's poured in. And, of course, you know, I talk about, you know, God says He's the he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and cow market's pretty crazy right now, so I'd really like to sell a couple of those cows if he'd let me, but I don't have access to them. So he's the one that's got to send them to market for me and then uh, allow that to, to filter into our, our hands. But in the process of my mindset, I guess, my uh, my longing, my heart cry to the Lord, uh, my woe is me, if that's how you want to look at it. I, I, In my studies this morning, in my seeking out some scripture, I wound up writing three different sermons. And I'm not going to give you all three today. I'll, I'll, I'll spread them out. But I'm going to start today with just a simple message um, that I put together this morning that's God is our sustainer. You realize that, right? God is our sustainer. So what does it mean when we hear that, that God is our sustainer. Now, throughout Scripture, God is described as the one who sustains all things. 
Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, the sun is the radiance and only expression of the glory of our awesome God, reflecting God's Shekinah glory. The light being the brilliant light of the divine and the exact representation and perfect imprint of his Father's essence, and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe, by his powerful word, carrying the universe along to its predetermined goal. When he himself, and no other, had by offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin, accomplished purification from sins, and established our freedom from guilt. He sat down, revealing his completed work, at the right hand of the majesty on high, revealing his divine authority. So to sustain simply means, uh, or to sustain something, it means to give it strength, to give it protection, to give it encouragement, and, and even to bring comfort. God's sustainment is a holding together with a power that surpasses that of any human. When a person accepts the free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, he or she becomes a child of God, an heir to the throne, and we're adopted into his family. We're grafted into him. Romans chapter 8, 15 says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. God sustains his children through difficult times. Psalms 54, 4 says, Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. He strengthens, he protects, he encourages, and he comforts. Our strength will eventually fail us. And God is the only one who can shore up our strength to endure. Psalms 18, 39 says, For you have encircled me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. Humans are finite meaning we have an end coming. We only have so much strength, so much energy on our own, but, but God is without limit. God is infinite. In Psalms 90 verse 2, it says, Before the mountains were born, or before you had given birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are the eternal God. And that means his strength is also without any end. His strength is infinite. His wisdom is infinite. Every aspect of God is infinite. It's without end. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25 says, This is because the foolishness of God is not foolishness at all and is wiser than men, far beyond human comprehension, and the weakness of God is stronger than men, far beyond the limits of human effort. Many psalmists recorded uh, their dependency on God. They expressed a need for God to sustain them, often in times of weariness or distress. You find yourself in a place of weariness today, a, dis a place of distress. This is kind of where I think I was this morning. Uh, it's, it's what brought all this on. For example, Psalms 63.1, David writes of his enemies trying to kill him. He says, in a dry and parched land where there is no water. But he finds that the Lord sustains him where he says, I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. It's in verse 8 of 63. Psalms 18.35 says, You have also given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your graciousness responds when I pray, and it makes me great. Psalms 41.12, As for me, you uphold me in, the, in my integrity, and you set me in your presence forever. 
In Psalms 89, 21, with whom my hand shall be established and steadfast, my arm also shall strengthen him. When we try to gain strength from things in this world, but, but these things will always disappoint us. And they leave us sometimes even emptier and even wearier than when we started. This isn't something that we accomplish on our own. If we if we put in the effort to do this on our own, we're going to wear ourselves out and we're still not going to have the outcome that we're looking for. Nothing created can, can sustain itself, let alone any of the rest of creation. Only the creator can do that. Colossians 1 verse 17 says, In Christ all things hold together. When we feel we're falling apart or have nothing left to give, we've got to learn to turn to the only source of unending and sustaining strength. And maybe we should turn there instead of falling apart or having nothing left to give. See, we we oftentimes hold out to the end. We exhaust everything else, and then we decide to call out to God. When will we learn to rely on Him from the beginning? When will we learn to seek Him first? The Bible says actually to seek first the kingdom of God, and then everything will be added unto us. God is the sustainer, and He wants us to come to Him for help. Psalms 55:22 says, "Cast your burden on the Lord, release it, and He will sustain and uphold you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken, to be to, to slip or to fall or to fail. God does not give begrudgingly, but He gives lavishly." Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 through 21 says this, "And I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center and core of your being, may be enlightened, flooded with light by the Holy Spirit." so that you will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee, the confident expectation to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people, and in so that you will begin to know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power is in us who believe. Those, these are in accordance with the working of his mighty strength, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that is named above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and world, but also in the one to come. Not only does God sustain us as individuals in times of distress, but he also sustains all things in the universe. As we read, uh, starting this message in Hebrews 1, 3, uh, right at the beginning of where we started, the physical laws that hold matter together, the, the, the things that keep planets in their position and bind people to the earth are all sustained in and through Jesus Christ. Colossians chapter 1, 17 and he himself existed and is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is, or his is the controlling, cohesive force of the universe. The power of God is what holds everything in its position. The same God who keeps the planets aligned also holds us in his hands. When life is too much for us to take on by ourselves, we've got to put our trust in the Lord. We're a part of his creation, and he wants which means that God knows exactly how to hold us together. He created us, so he knows how to hold us together. He is our sustainer. We've got to learn to come to him. We've got to learn to surrender to him, to come lay our burdens at his feet and allow him to do what he desires to do with us 
throughout Scripture. He desires for us to have the promises. He desires to bless us. He desires to to lavish things upon his kids, his children. But but we oftentimes position ourselves where we don't allow him to. We 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 hinder what he wants to do in our lives because of our doubt, because of our fears, because of our own willingness and our own hard-headedness at times. All of this reminded me of a Casting Crown song. It's called Just Be Held. I'm not going to sing it for you. <laughs> I've listened to it a couple of times today already. But I want, to, I want you to hear the lyrics, and I, and I want you to go find the song by Casting Crown. It's called Just Be Held, and, and let it minister to you today. It says this, Hold it all together. Everybody needs you strong. You ever felt like that? You ever felt like you're the only one that can hold everything together and everybody's depending on you and it just even puts more pressure on you to where you just want to crumble and fall and go find you a hole to crawl in? Hold it all together. Everyone needs you strong. But life hits you out of nowhere and barely leaves you holding on. And when you're tired of fighting, chained by your control, there's freedom in surrender. Lay it down and let it go. I love the chorus part of this song, and this is what really brought me to this song. So when you're on your knees and answers seem so far away, you're not alone. Stop holding on and just be held. Your world's not falling apart. It's falling into place. I'm on the throne. Stop holding on and just be held. If your eyes are on the storm, you'll wonder if I love you still. But if your eyes are on the cross, you'll know I always have and I always will. Not a tear is wasted in time you'll understand. I'm painting beauty with the ashes. Your life is in my hands. When you're on your knees and answers seem so far away, you're not alone. Stop holding on and just be held. Your world's not falling apart. It's falling into place. I'm on the throne, stop holding on, and just be held. Lift your hands, lift your eyes. In the storm is where you'll find me, and where you are, I'll hold your heart. I'll hold your heart. Come to me, find your rest in the arms of God who won't let go. When you're on your knees and answers seem so far away, you're not alone, stop holding on and just be held. Remember this, your world's not falling apart, it's falling into place. God says, I'm on the throne, stop holding on, and just be held. What, a, what an incredible message. Let go of the problems, lay them at his feet, don't pick them up again. I actually wrote a, a skit about uh, remember your chains. Uh, all the stuff, all the baggage, everything that we pick up through life, all this heaviness that we carry around, when God sets us free from it, we're to leave all those chains right there, right at the altar. Don't pick them up. Don't drag them with you. Don't carry them around in case you need one. It's kind of how the skit goes. But be free when he sets you free. He says, stop holding on to the things that are burdening you down. Let it go. Give it to him. Trust him. It might not come in your timing. It might not come when you want it. Again, I'm not a patient person. I'm looking for answers today. I want answers right now. I don't want to have to worry about tomorrow, although the word says I shouldn't because it's in his hands. He's in control. Stop holding on. Just 
be held. Just let him hold you in his peace today. Just let him just let him hold you in his arms today. Crawl up in his lap and just allow him to breathe fresh life into you, to pour oil over you and, and, and heal your wounds and heal your brokenness and mend you back together and just love you like you've never been loved before. He's the only one that can do that. And he's the only one that can bring the peace that we must have in this chaos that we live in in this world today. God is our only hope of peace. Our relationship with Jesus Christ is the only thing that will draw us close to him. I challenge you today, let go of your burden. Let go of your struggles. Let go of your challenges. Lay them at the feet of Jesus today and and pick up his yoke. Remember what he said about his yoke? Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yoke up with you, is what he's telling us. I don't know if you don't understand what a yoke is. An oxen wore a yoke. It's a, it's a team thing. You, you put a yoke on, on two oxen, two donkeys, two mules, whatever you want to do. You yoke them together so that the two of them pull one load. Well, I got news for you. Jesus can outpull us. So when we take his yoke upon us, we're going to find that that's much easier for us to walk in this life, to let him carry the burden. Let him make our burdens light today. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along on our podcast. Uh, thank you for praying with Ron and I and for your support. Uh, we're, we're so grateful and thankful for those who support us financially. Uh, if you feel that God's leading you to do that, all of our giving links are available. Actually, I just refreshed the website today, finally. Uh, so I, I took off a, a giving link that we've discarded um, I made sure that the, the Zephy link is what we're using right now because it's free for you and it's free for us. It's an easy app uh, to dig through. Um, thank you for your financial support. It blesses us. It allows us to do things. We, we supply uh, tremendous amounts of ministry material. Uh, matter of fact, I'm, I'm in a place where I need to, to, I need to order some more books uh, from our reboot friends, the healing what's hidden. It's a book about trauma and, and healing trauma and PTSD. And, uh, there's so many in need of that today. And, and I've given, I've given away every one of them I bought. So I'm going to have to get some more. And that's, that's part of what that ministry does it, that you support financially is it allows us access to more ministerial material that we give away uh, sometimes on a daily basis, but often, God bless you. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for praying with us. Thank you for walking with us on this journey as we continue to seek out that which is lost so that they may be found. Amen. Rhonda and I love you. We're praying for you today. We'll talk to you again real soon.